0: curious and naughty minds, it's your host, Kinky Caitlin, and welcome to the Your Girlfriend Podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods, and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautifully flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability, and unapologetically authenticity. Plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember, when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering, and oh, so juicy ride? Buckle up, because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos, and speak a whole lot of truth, because there's no shame about desiring for more. Let's get spicy. And remember, in this playground, you can be as naughty as you want because you go, girlfriend. You. Hey, girlfriends, and welcome to another episode. Oh, the goodness, the goodness is coming your way. I'm very excited for this one because oh, we're going to be unpacking two amazing things that So many people need to know about. But first, let's serve up our confidence cocktail because how we receive love is completely different. And we need to know that the way that we receive and give love is different. And once we acknowledge that, then we will feel confident knowing that we've explained it to someone. We feel confident that we're giving and receiving love exactly the way that we want it and we need to know what it is and whether it's gifts, whether it's quality time, whether it's actually just being present with them, whether it's a compliment, all these things counterfact and as soon as you own yourself, you own who you are with how you love and receive love and if you don't have a partner, give love and you will receive it in tenfold. Just do it because as soon as you start doing it, there is something magical that comes from it as well. So if you're desiring love, then give it to those around you. Give it to someone that you don't normally give it to. Message someone that you haven't talked to in a while. Go give someone a gift and catch up with them. Do things that are going to gravitate more towards you so that you feel good about yourself. Because I know doing good things make people feel appreciative and they make that makes the day better. So you're for confident that you had a better day. You're for confident that you're receiving love, giving love, and that wasn't make people happy. So that's a great cocktail that I think you should serve yourself is knowing how you receive and give love because girl, you deserve the love of the world. You sure do. And I love the fact that you're tuning into this podcast. So you're giving me lots of love, and I'm going to give you lots of love, mm, lots of hugs and kisses, and a little bit of thrust. <laughs> But I am so excited for this episode because we are going to acknowledge a man, the legendary, the icon, Gary! We love you, Gary! (laughs) So Gary, Gary is a man who's not just the everyday bloke. He is an American man who had very much done an amazing thing. Gary Chapman is the author of Love Languages and... Wait for the pause for reaction of effect. Apology languages. Boom! There are two parts that people need to know about. I bet you've heard about the love languages, and if you haven't, oh, girlfriend, we've got some good tea to spill. But if you have heard the love languages, you may not have heard that there is an apology language that we need to establish as well. Because the way that makes the heart go fonder is when we can overcome those challenging conversations and forgive to move on to get rid of the shitty pettiness that just lingers around. We don't want that anymore. So Gary, we appreciate you. We love you. We are so glad because not only is he a legend, by coming up with these, he's then able to help relationships. Now this isn't just romantic, oh it enhances it, but platonic as well. As soon as you know your family, your friends, and what their love language and apology language is, you then have a beautiful connection and communication. And that resides to anyone and even yourself. So let's get our, unpick this juiciness because love languages and apology languages are just beautiful. So for me, my love language, so my number one is quality time. I love spending time with people. And it doesn't mean that you have to give me gifts. You don't have to give me, you know, words of affirmation. You don't have to give me touch. All these things, just you and me sitting there is plenty. It's plenty of love for me. And that could be so different for someone else. But does that not mean that, like, I don't love? Words of affirmation? Absolutely, I do. When you look into it, the percentages are pretty close. But my lowest one was gifts. Now, I don't know where this wound <laughs> has come from, but I find that gifts for me are something that I don't know. I don't know if I like like them, like them. So I just, yeah, for me. I, they're not my be all and end all. So if you give me a gift, I'll appreciate it. And I love the fact that you've taken the time to go out and do it. But you, me just sitting there having a yarn its just, yeah, it's something that I love and appreciate. And I know that that's the same for being in a romantic setting. I'm someone who really appreciates being in person, spending quality time together, being present away from the phone and just being in amongst one another. And that part is really interesting. So this is where I'll unpack each one of them so you know maybe which one it is. But just, oh, it's so beautiful when you actually really know as well. And I knew even refreshing myself because different stages, sometimes you have different percentages that overtake. When I refreshed the course of looking at it, I was like, nope, quality time, absolutely. And I knew, I just knew. So it's okay to have a quick flick back and go. Yeah. But my apology language was make restitution. Now I kind of was like, huh? So (laughs) I'm gonna not explain it just yet, but I only came across this quite recently myself. So I'm not here to be the expert. Gary, Gary, your man is the expert. I'm only here to make sure that people are aware of it and to know about it. And to see if it actually helps connect you for where you're at. Because I know that love languages help and influence the love that you consistently are working on in your relationship. And apology language is something that helps resolve conflicts so that you can connect even deeper. Because you're going to have shitty conflicts. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have situations where things just go all crazy. And you need to know how you can balance out both. How can you help someone with their love language? How can you then help with their apology language? And they're not only understanding yours, but then understanding theirs because yours is not going to be the same as theirs. And if it is, bonus, you don't have to think about it. <laughs> Sorry, if it's different, then that makes it unique and special. I'm just trying to make it sound a little bit more better. <laughs> so why we have to make sure that we look at these frameworks is it just helps your communication so much more effective because we all have moments where we forget and we just need a little reminders or we just need a little bit of, uh, you know, whatever it is because um, otherwise people will assume, okay, I assume if I give her flowers, she will then forgive me. And for me, I'll be like, that's not what I want. (laughs) I like it. I appreciate it. It's going to make the house smell nice, but that's not going to make me forgive you or make you love you love you even more. I'd rather buy myself flowers and be like, oh, they're the ones I like and treat myself. So that's where it's fascinating because when you are trying to repair, build on, work on, enjoy the love even deeper and have people do things for you, is when you know how to communicate effectively on what you want and doing it equally for them as well. And it's okay to have those reminders of just going, hey, just remember my love language is like quality time. So let's lock in some time so we can catch up. Because if I do, then I'll love you even more. And then there will have some kinky, sexy time afterwards because I'm loving you even more and I want to feel even more connected to you. And let's intensify this shit. <laughs> so it helps in lots of ways. When we meet a person in our life, we get triggered in so many ways. And we all have our own differences and we all have our own battles. And sometimes we say stuff that just comes out of our mouth and we're like, oh, God, where did that come from? And we need to apologise and take ownership. So these languages really, really help in any relationship, even with my family. If I know that I like quality time and so does my mum, then I'll make sure that I spend quality time with her and then she feels loved and appreciated. But she's also someone that loves acts of service. So if I'm going around to her place, then I'll make sure I do stuff to make sure that she feels equipped and loved and appreciated. And rather than have always having to do it. So where my dad might like words of affirmation. And just because I know them very well, I'm, I'm pretty much assuming that they are that. They haven't done the, the quiz, but I'm assuming from what I learned about them. And dad would love like affirmations of like words of praise and, you know, thanking and, you know, being really connected in the way that we speak and communicate. So knowing each of the people in your life and how you can connect with them and how you can apologise. I think the apology one is something that I'm actually more fascinated with because love languages are, are being well known, but I think apology is something that's even oh, so much more deeper if we can actually understand them. So I just think it's it's a real crucial role because otherwise we think that we're always right and we just need to explain ourselves in a much better way and a much calming way so that we can actually communicate what's going on. And I noticed that even my communication when I've been dating people, like my anxious attachment style flares up and I have to try and alleviate that pressure onto someone else. And I have to work it out myself. And then when I'm in person with them, I tell them and I apologize or I do what I need to do because of my actions in the situation. And it's so much more calmer than how I used to be when I was younger. I used to react to everything and blame every single person no no you also have to be accountable because we all stuff up and that's okay and that's okay so obviously identifying yours identifying your partners and it will become so much more of a sincere and meaningful connection with them so this is just the layer I think is so important that you just do and it just it creates a healthier relationship because we have moments where it just flicks between you know, painful and great. <laughs> you want it to be a lot more healthier because the communication is so much better and you're actually connecting more. Even when you fight, you know that you're connecting because you're battling out in a more healthier way than the toxic way. Because you're, you know, conflicting and you're just sort of getting across your point and making sure that the other person hears and they acknowledge. And then from there, that creates a really good, substantial, healthy conflict because we can't avoid them. <laughs> so, I'm going to give a bit of a sexy duo. I'm going to unpack the love languages and then I'm going to unpack the apology languages. I just felt like I went in teacher mode then because <laughs> I was like, well, first we're doing this and then we're doing that. So are you ready, kids? Are you ready to learn this? <laughs> okay. Love languages. The first one that I'm going to unpack is words of affirmation. So... This is when you value verbal expression of love and appreciation. So this is when the person's like saying how much they love you and appreciate you, and thank you so much for doing this. You're a beautiful person, you're amazing. you were just the best in the world. blah 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 blah. So words mean a lot more when you're communicating to them than anything else. So that means that being present with them. That means giving them your time, dedication. And actually telling them how much they mean to you. And if that doesn't even sit with you, then girlfriend, what are you doing with them? (laughs) You need to have something there. All right. Next one. Acts of service. This is when you feel loved when someone does things to help you. As I was mentioning before, my mum really appreciates when, you know, the washing's done or the bins are out or the chores are done all these little things that we think are just pain in the asses that relieves them that makes them feel so much more appreciative because they're like wow that that was something that you took out of your time you gave me your your presence of helping taking the bins out <laughs> i this is definitely not one for me that i'm like amazed with but it's always good just to get that that warmth and of course everyone wants to relax everyone wants to feel good that someone else is taking care of them. So that's all they want. They just want to know that there is someone there to help them. And, and it's important. It's important that we, we do that. So the next one is receiving gifts. Now, before I articulate it, is going a little bit too crazy. <laughs> it's going like mental. Uh, thanks to social media. I think that I'm only saying this politely, but not really, (laughs) is we are splurging. I don't know. It's going to be like funny. I don't know why I'm like restricting to like burst out normally, but I feel like there's there's some people who just overdo it a little bit, just a little bit. I don't know where this comment has come from. Maybe I'm (laughs) deeply desiring for something. This is interesting that it's coming up. But anyways, I just feel like, this is the point that I'm trying to make. Because some people are parading this big amount of showcasing of how to treat other people by social media, then women have a big expectation and they get disappointed when things aren't matched. And I think weirdly I'm backing men a little bit in this because they feel like that they have to consistently compete with how big the facade is and the presentation. Now, if a man is more than happy to do that, please do not worry about what I'm saying. But I just think that there's a degree of society that we are stretching a little bit. Um, Not holidays, not the fancy luxury stuff. Just, I I don't know how to say this, but like... (laughs) Um, let's just go with the example of like how people propose to people. I think there's just an interesting way that people are going too far fetched for how much to show it and love people when it can just be solely a beautiful moment. So, anyways, I'm not going to go too much. It's just funny how I've gone down that pathway. But receiving gifts you either agree or don't agree with me then that's fine I'm not in a battle with that I just found it very interesting that it landed for me and thought okay we're going to talk about this Caitlin that's what happens whenever I'm doing a podcast I have random things that will pop in and it's a sign that I've just got to say it because why not because it mixes things up (laughs) but receiving gifts is obviously um you appreciate thoughtful gifts that are given to you and there's moments where things are so thoughtful and I know I received a gift where it was something to do with my star sign and I thought, wow, like that's so thoughtful and I really appreciate that. So I just think there's not – I'm not trying to be a prune and say I don't like gifts at all, but I just think, as I said earlier, quality time is the most beautiful gift. So, yeah. Anyways, enough about me, Caitlin. Back to you guys. Quality time is obviously the one that I just mentioned, which is spending meaningful time together and just – how you feel loved and how you feel appreciated in that moment because you're like, wow, they really want to spend time with me. So I get you. I get you. And then the last one for love languages is a physical touch. This is obviously the physical expressions of hugs and holding hands and, you know, that make you feel loved. And just even if they're out and about, they just give you a touch and you feel connected to them and they show you that they love you, but just by physical. This isn't sex, guys. This is just physical hands of hugs, holding hands, stroking of the back when you're out, just little things that just remind them that I do feel loved and I do feel connected to someone. So that is your love languages. (laughs) Okay. The next one's apology. Now I have said to you, I'm freshly new to this. So let's just see how we unpack these and let's just see what comes from it. The first there's no order with these as well. These are just what it came through for me. Expressing regret. So with this, it's a simple and sincere apology that expresses remorse. So just that talks about the regret, talks about the the simple part of just apologizing and just knowing that it just it fully. Expresses remorse. You can tell someone when they're not apologising properly. So when they properly say sorry, it's enough. It's enough for you. Not this. Sorry. 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 And I know even when I was teaching, the amount of kids that would (laughs) say sorry and you're like, you didn't mean it. They're like, but I said it. And they get upset and you're like, no, mean it. Mean it. (laughs) I felt sorry. It was such a a hassle for those kids because I'm like, no, you're not saying it properly. (laughs) The next apology language is accepting responsibility. Some people just really love the fact that you're just accepting what you've done. And it's enough. So you're just admitting fault and taking ownership of the act of your actions and saying, I I know I'm in the wrong here. I shouldn't have done that. And I really regret the decision. And that's probably enough for someone. It's just owning it rather than just saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe you're someone that is just admitting it and you go that's all right. I forgive you. And you're like, wait, what? That that was it? That's all I had to do? And as soon as you do that, the quicker it is. But it's when you've got those arguments and they're like, no one's admitting that they're wrong. And you're like, oh, for God's sake, you have some space, have some time, cool off, reflect, come back when you're ready. (laughs) Because it's never going to be, never going to be resolved if you keep conflicting between the two of you. Now, this one's my one that I found really fascinating. So making restitution. Offering to make amends for any harm caused. So for me, it's like you say you're sorry, you you know own what's going on, but you want to fix it. How can we work on this together to move forward? Because now it's sort of sinking in a bit more. I do not like to be someone that likes to just apologise and then just leave it. I like to make things so that it's, Let's solve and try and work through this so it doesn't sit around. Like I hate sitting in the shit. I hate sitting in the grey area. I just want to solve it so we can move forward and we can just get on with our lives because I don't want the shit, the baggage to sit there anymore because it's so pointless. Like it's the only thing that should be, oh God, Caitlin, where's this brain going at the moment? Obviously, if there's a death or if there is something that's traumatic that's happened or... If there's a breakup, you have to innately let those things naturally fall to their part of healing. But when it's an argument or a conflict, my God, I don't need to hold on to that shit. I don't need to hold on to that. Get rid of it. Like, let's just solve it, sort it out, and then we move on. And we just both agree. They're like, yep, we're good. We're good. Okay, let's move on. And I feel like a big weight goes off my shoulders as well, because I'm like, oh, good. Okay, I don't have to think about it anymore. And then I can let people know it's, it's fine. It's no, we don't need to worry about it. It's all good. It's all good. So that's clearly my love language. And I wonder if it's yours as well. <laughs> uh, two more. So genuinely repenting. So this one is they're demonstrating a commitment to change behavior. So some people really need the consistent showing up because they clearly cannot just handle just sorry or they can't just handle just. Let's try and change it now. It's like you need to consistently show me that you are apologetic because it's kind of like this wound that someone always needs to feel validated and appreciated because you've just broken them. I know that sounds a bit mean with this one, but I just think this one is a bigger commitment for someone that if you are this, then you've got to have someone who's got patience to just be with you going through the process and getting them to show up. Because eventually you'll forgive them. And that's why it's so tricky. If you're that person that is like, I'm consistently saying I'm sorry, I'm trying to do everything I can, and they're this this type of apology language, you're going to be like, what the hell? And you just give up and you just break up with them because you're like, what the hell? I don't understand. So if you are this one, you just need to be very mindful of how they can prove to you and give them a bit of a time, give them a bit of direction. That's the only thing I recommend with this because otherwise you are sparring them and they are going to energetically deplete and you're going to lose them. And you're thinking you're getting closer, but they're out. They're done. <laughs> and the last one is requesting forgiveness. So this one is obviously just humbly asking for forgiveness to rep- repair the relationship. So this is when you are just at a point where you're like, I just, can you forgive me? Like that. that's all that. That is enough for me. If you just forgive me for what is what is happening, what I've done, if you just forgive me, I'll be so thankful for that. And that's enough for people. They just want to be forgiven. And that that can be a tied in with something else as well, that they're just like, I'm sorry for this. And then maybe the next time it's like, I can't actually move on unless you just say to me that you forgive me. And that could be their thing. So it's a very interesting concoction of all these things. But I think that they really do have a real benefit of knowing exactly what is their love language. So I think it's really important that we tune in to which one ours are and then we can communicate and then learn about the others, learn about our families, learn about our friends, whatever it is. You just need to take this as an extra tool. And thank you, Gary. We love you, Gary, <laughs> for doing this. So, But honestly, if you want to know yours, then... I will put some links in the show notes, but you just need to go online and it takes five minutes maximum, but it's free as well. So click the link, do the test so you can figure out what your love language and apology language is, and then you can go from there because why not? (laughs) But as always, my love, I want you to take care of yourself. Know that this is only to enhance you and your relationship and to make you feel good about yourself. So I really appreciate your time and tuning in and know that I've always got your back and I'm always here to support you. As always, take care, my love. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and remember, you go, girlfriend. Woo!